0: Welcome to Radio Free Philosophy. My name is Kevin Brown. And
1: I'm Bob Uricu.
0: And today we're going to start our conversations about ethics by taking a kind of an interesting approach, looking at a specific Example of ethics in real life uh, Are you a baseball fan? Of course As Yeah. Who, who isn't? It's the American pastime, right? And something really significant has happened recently A uh, major record has been broken Barry Bonds has broken the all-time uh, home run hitting record Sure And it's not a clean break uh, There's some controversy
1: Not completely The guy who made the, the record Bonds beat Was Hank Aaron
0: Right And
1: people are saying He won it fair and square.
0: Right, and Barry Bonds uh, seems to have won it with with a little help. And so to uh, give us some of the background on this, we're going to talk to uh, Tom Hines, an educator and avid baseball fan and aficionado. Uh, Maybe we can start by just talking a little bit about, for people who perhaps don't know, what's the big deal? What's the ethical issue involved here? What's the problem with Barry Bonds' record?
2: Well, the fact that he was breaking different records that supposedly were not achieved with are enhanced by with drugs, namely steroids and human growth hormones. That seems to be running prevalent the last fifteen years, I'd say. So a lot of people think that Babe Ruth did it on hot dogs and beer, and why Barry Barry did it on uh, steroids.
0: Now, one interesting question might be: Well, why should that matter? I mean, in a, in, a, in an athletic competition, isn't the outcome the thing? If you're hitting a baseball well. Isn't that what matters? Is, is is the process as important as the outcome?
2: Well, myself as a father, I'd like to see my boy go as far as he can in college, baseball, high school baseball for that matter, and maybe even major league baseball. But if he cannot make it without, if he's competing against people that are using the drugs, then that seems to be somewhat of a hindrance and uh, an unfair hill to climb and so I would prefer not to put those steroids in his Wheaties in the morning.
0: Yeah, and that does seem to be one of the implications of of this, right? That if if that becomes the norm, then it pretty much forces everybody to have to do that. Right. To
2: be at a competitive level, you would uh, supposedly need to do something about that.
0: Now, I wonder if the Perpetrators, and there's still a little haze as to who's really doing this, right? I mean, they they can't necessarily completely it accurately test. Has not been
2: caught in, with anything, uh, but you know, there is a difference in his physical uh, stature in the last ten years.
0: Yeah, there's an interesting Sports Illustrated article right. that graphically chronicles that right. weight gain, which is one thing, and the the thing I found most interesting is the height gain. In the, head size. Uh, in the head size gain, which doesn't usually happen in adults, yeah. so that seems to be a telltale tip off. But I wonder if people like Barry Bonds are actually thinking in terms of the example you mentioned of other people's children who might aspire to become baseball players. The effect it's going to have on them. Yeah, I
2: don't, I don't think it's that far sighted. I think that uh, although the other ethical question may be um, how long did Major League Baseball know this is going on? There was a strike in, um, I believe it was. 1994 and there wasn't even a World Series play that year and then of course the home run race with McGuire and Sammy Sosa in 97 and of course both those boys got bigger and bigger and bigger you can look at the way Sammy looked when he was playing at the White Sox but Major League sort of looked the other way because they were worried about the business of baseball that's another ethical question of whether or not I I believe that when a home run record is being approached, such as it is of Hank Aaron, 755. Uh, then we start getting a little antsy.
1: I wonder if it makes a difference that Barry Bonds is expected to continue playing and may add more home runs to the record.
2: Yeah, he'll probably play another one year for sure, maybe two. But, you know, when you, when you turn, what, like I was saying previously, when you turn your, turn your head and look the other way because the record isn't being approached... But it's good for the game because people like to go out to the ballparks and see home runs. Right. They don't like to see games that are one to one or two to one, three to two. They like to see a lot of home runs, and that's what's been happening. If you if you watch in the last uh, uh, just see any stats in the last four or five years, the home run output is enormous. Uh, back when Hank Aaron broke the record uh, in Major League Baseball, there was fourteen hundred home runs a year. And now there's more like twenty eight to twenty nine a year, so it's literally doubled since Hank Aaron broke um, Babe Ruth's record in seventy four.
0: Are people asking the question how much of that is attributed to better fitness routines and and well, coaching think, and training and yeah. technology, or is it is the predominance the, the steroids? I would say a lot.
2: A big part of it is that the guys don't have to get a job in the off season. They um, they can. They definitely do work out. And yeah, you know, the average ball player now is you know six foot two and weighs two hundred pounds, and they're even bigger than that. If you look back, nineteen uh, eighties, most of the guys look like I do. You know, they were six two and weighed one hundred and seventy pounds.
0: Yeah, now they look now like football players. Yeah,
2: now they're much, much bigger. Uh, but you know, now with the advent of uh, video machines and this and that, and and uh, being able to work year round and having coaches and strength coaches I mean they're probably taking it a little more seriously than Mickey Mantle took it.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: But generally feeling the the fans feel that um Barry has uh been helped out with this with the steroids if he did take steroids which would enables you to uh your your muscles to recoup better, get over injuries quicker and uh maybe hit the baseball farther.
0: Right. Now, to me, this case really provides a good uh, way of looking at two different ethical theories and seeing the, the, the tension between them, because on the one hand, you've got an ethical theory called utilitarianism, which says you judge whether something's right or wrong by, by its consequences. If it has good consequences, if, it, if the outcome is good, it's the right thing to do. Baseball seems to be taking that approach, as opposed to the other theory called deontology, which says you judge whether something's right or wrong by whether you can imagine other people being able to do the same thing in similar circumstances, which you raised with with the aspect of, well, I I wouldn't want my own child to have to do that. If Barry Bonds himself said that, he would reason that what he's doing is wrong because he could not will that other people's children do that. But he and baseball seem to be taking a more utilitarian approach. Well, the outcome is good. The fans love it. Fans love to see home runs. Fans love to uh, see that action. Obviously, the Owners of the teams love to see all the, the uh, stands now, the filled up.
2: So frightful about all this, frightening about it, is the fact that you do have a young kid that's 14, 15 years old, and he realizes that in order to even play high school baseball, he may have to take some sort of uh, you know steroids or human growth hormones, uh, especially maybe even at college level. And then of course these guys, you know, when you're signing them. Uh, you could be—you could come right out of high school or college and sign for three million dollars. Now we're talking money.
1: Is it going to take someone suffering health problems to raise this issue?
2: It'll be interesting to see what happens with Barry Bonds and McGuire and Sammy Sosa and a lot of these, these fellas. Um, what kind of health problems they will will uh, encounter in their you know in the next ten fifteen years? See what happens, but. Uh, no, as a fan you would like to uh you like to see the long ball. But I think as a true fan that like I am, I, I don't mind a two to one game. I also like pitching duels. But that also brings in the aspect of how many of the pitchers are taking steroids. We we seem to concentrate on the hitters. And uh we don't concentrate a whole lot on the pitchers. But uh you can look at people like Maybe Roger Clemens. He's a big boy and getting bigger and bigger all the time.
0: And he's fairly old for a pitcher, isn't yeah, he's he? A, he's so forty-three years old. You might ask the question: How is his arm holding That's up right. this long, right? Without the use of steroids,
2: exactly. And then with people like Barry Bonds, and there's another ethical question: That uh, then what do you do to defeat Barry Bonds? Well, we walk him, and it's the, the intentional walk is brought into. Now, we, we, now we're getting back to taking the, the home run out of the situation. We'll just walk Barry intentionally. And the fans start booing. Now the fans are booing. The same fans that loved, for, for example, uh, uh, three, four weeks ago in, in Los Angeles. The fans in Los Angeles hate Barry. They hate the Giants. But they couldn't make up their mind on what they wanted. To see Barry fail or hit a home run. All I know is they couldn't make up their mind. Every time he was up to bat, they all stood up and all the flash bumps went off. See if he would hit a seven fifty five there in LA. So for as much of a villain that they wanted uh, to create Barry you know, Barry to be, he uh, certainly they still want to see him succeed, which was hit a home run that night.
1: I wonder how many didn't care whether he did it with steroids or not. Exactly.
2: They wanted to be a part of history. But I think the most frightful thing is the fact that uh, parents with children... Uh, I have two girls girls—and who are also very good at baseball, and, and hopefully they'll, they'll even go in, in high school and college and play uh, fast pitch.
0: And that's the thing I suspect a lot of people don't think about, is they, they just assume, well, this might affect the young boys someday, but it could also affect the young girls who right. can get into softball, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of scholarship money there, sure. and so there's the health problems that they're going to have to deal with and I don't know that anybody knows the effect of steroids on young kids I can't imagine that it's uh, positive
2: No, it's all real philanthropical you, you, it's, it's, it's always that money thing we're always going to get back to the money and now that money is such a big thing in Major League Baseball we have guys that are making 12, 15, 18 million dollars a year and most of those are the guys who will hit the produce at the plate have, you know, gaudy numbers somehow. I, as a fan, don't know what to think. I mean, I I think that Barry Bonds would still probably have over 600 home runs without drugs. Uh, I love his swing. I still think there there needs to be a uh, eyes and hand coordination between the two. But what a lot of fans are saying, that he might have gotten another 40 or 50 feet on the ball. (laughs) that might have helped with the home run aspect.
0: Yeah, I've heard the argument made that uh, the innate skill is not what's affected by the the steroids. I mean, he's probably a great home run hitter in any case, but what's that marginal effect that it's giving him that that might be small on any given occasion, but large when you take the total sum of his at-bats? Yeah, and
2: the the baseball season is a very long season, 162 games. And that's, you know... uh, As we have a day here, at 105 degrees. It's uh, a long season. And, of course, you're going to acquire injuries throughout the season, throughout the year. And the steroids help you get over these things. They help heal quicker. But, uh, in the long run, it also will tear up your tendons, ligaments. And so, what you thought was helping you can also hinder you. Uh, So... We'll see what happens. I think uh, the jury is still out. What will happen in ten years? Let's see what, what happens to Barry in ten years when he's out of baseball.
0: Well, I, my suspicion is that it might not take that long if it starts getting into younger and younger kids and somebody is going to have problems there. And that, that might be what breaks it open before yeah. something happens to Barry. Of course, the real tragedy is going to be if somebody takes something and ends up severely ill or even dying. I don't is, is there any fatalities due to steroid use Or, yeah, or steroid there, overuse I think there
2: was one guy uh, Of course I don't know if they can pinpoint it But there's been a couple of guys that have died prematurely uh, They're retired players But uh, everyone knew that they're supposedly Juicing
0: Because if that happens with a high school kid That could yeah. really open up the, the door yeah. to the controversy What you'd like to
2: see as is, is a, is a parent is your, your child make it uh, Be able to Be in a, a fair playing field without having to uh, uh, take anything to enhance his abilities. And so that's a scary thing. That's as far as I'm concerned. That's what's, what's bad about this. This certainly isn't uh, laudable in any, any aspect. Uh, yeah, it's great that Barry hit that many home runs or uh, Palmero or any of those guys, Sosa, McGuire, uh, but in the long run you've got to worry about kids watching these right. players.
0: Well, it's the precedent different. that's been set, right? Right. One theory of philosophy says if somebody's doing something, not only are they saying it's okay for them to do it, they're saying implicitly, at least, it's okay for everybody else in similar circumstances right. to do that as well. well and that's the message did, Barry you know, Bonds is sending.
2: They did it, so why can't I do it?
0: Right. You? And that's a hard argument it, for especially kids for to, to see past.
2: Do you like science, how about general knowledge and trivia? If you do, then the Brains Matter podcast is the show for you. Brains Matter is a show about interesting topics from the world of knowledge, from science to philosophy, and from history to astronomy, together with interviews with various brainy people. So why not listen into the show, learn something new, and then share it with your mates? So come and join The Ordinary Guy and subscribe to the Brains Matter podcast today. Follow the instructions at the website www.brainsmatter.com. That's wwwbrainsmatte Come and join in the learning. And not to mention the fun.
0: So there's definitely a lot of ethical issues to discuss uh, there, isn't there?
1: There certainly are, but it hits me that... uh... Just how much philosophy and everyday life go hand in hand. Uh, I'm struck that we can have a discussion about baseball and see all the philosophical implications of something occurring inside baseball. Yeah, so and I philosophy think philosophy is not a—it's not an ivory tower uh, way of thinking. It has a great deal of bearing in everyday life.
0: Right, and hopefully these broadcasts uh, help to illustrate that, and maybe this one more so than uh, than any other so far, because we are talking about a subject that. that lots of people identify with very easily, but maybe don't think is philosophical on the surface. But, uh, but there are some implications here that are, that are definitely philosophical.
1: Sure, it's been said that you can't take a breath without getting involved in some kind of a moral issue. And so you can't have a sport without some morality involved.
0: And uh, the thing that, that this case might illustrate very well is how different, this might have gone if the people involved had a little philosophical insight. Really? I mean, like, you know, the, the point we raised during the interview, uh, uh, if Barry Bonds had been thinking like a Kantian, mm-hmm. uh, can I will that others in this situation do what I'm doing now? He would surely come to the conclusion that what he's doing is wrong, wouldn't he? I mean, wouldn't he have to? Sure, because uh, thinking like
1: a Kantian, everyone would have to do what he's doing for him to be morally correct.
0: Yeah, and we're going to spend a whole show on this uh, the, Kant's ethical theory, but uh, the basic idea is that if your action is right, you should be able to universalize it. it. You should like be able it. to say uh, in fact you, you could think of it as holding up a banner that says it's okay for everybody to do what I'm doing right now and if you can't consistently do that then there's something wrong with your action. Sure. And I don't see how, you know, imagine Barry Bonds going out on the uh, on the field and stepping up to the plate and holding before he before he steps up to bat holds up a sign and says everybody can do what I'm doing to achieve this, which is uh, pe- many people speculate taking the steroids. That's right. Uh seem like there would be a huge problem there. Sure, and, and what you said
1: before about the effect on children. It's, that's it's very serious.
0: That's the fear I think many people have is that this is not going to be a huge issue until somebody gets hurt. Somebody young gets hurt.
1: Now from a Kantian point of view, I'd like to ratchet this up a little bit more. Kant insists that uh, we should never use a human being as a means to an end. A human being has too much dignity. A human being is good in and of himself or herself. Now, I see in this Barry Bonds issue a question of using a human being as a means to an end, as a means to profit. It's the owners of the baseball teams that turn a blind eye to the use of steroids because they don't care what physical effect the steroids have on a player. What they want is that player to be a major attraction, to be getting a lot of uh, print and media, um a lot of attention to draw in the fans to make more money so they don't seem to care too much about what happens to the individual user of steroids That's as long right. as it brings in the gate receipts right and, and so that seems to be an ethical question right there
0: yeah definitely and you could even take that uh, one step further and, and say that uh, Barry Bonds himself is violating that principle because as Kant pointed out not only do we have duties to others we have a duty to ourselves mm-hmm. not to treat ourselves as a means to an end and uh, now you you know we might want to ask the question of how how much of what Barry Bonds is doing is voluntary I mean he might be getting a lot of external pressure or at least perceiving external pressure well I have to do this to keep up I have to do this to to uh, uh, to break this record which I want to do and and people are pressuring me like you say you 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 know uh, to bring in the money bring in the fans um, but there's there's an implicit notion that, that Kant would look very dimly upon of using your own body mm-hmm. as a means to achieve the goal. Whatever the goal is, using yourself only as a means to an end is is to violate that principle.
1: Sure. And then you mentioned utilitarianism,
0: the greatest good for the greatest number of
1: people. Uh, there are all kinds of ethical issues involved there if you take at the very bond situation. And... We could even go another step—the uh, Michael Vick situation that's currently in the news. Uh, using dogs for fighting and then killing the dogs—and uh, do animals have rights? Uh, do we have to respect? Can we use animals as means to an end? A lot of people would say, "Of course, that's what they're there for." But
0: right, uh, but even Kant would hesitate to sign off on that one. I mean, he he didn't recognize that. We had direct duties to animals, but we have indirect, indirect duties to right. animals. Mm-hmm. To the extent that uh, our treatment of animals indicates how we will treat other people, we, we owe animals a certain amount of respect, not necessarily even because they're inherently valuable, at least from Kant's perspective. Of course, the utilitarians would say the mere capacity to feel pain is that's what so. tells us that, that... Precisely. So, yeah, there's there's all kinds of issues um, involved
1: and the effects on other people uh we could say well that dog fighting is a mature adult sport people bring their children to see that kind of thing so what's the ethical effect on a child and you mentioned that before regarding the very bond situation if people look up to him as a hero children look up to him as a hero or or children start taking steroids in high school
0: yeah and in one interpretation it might seem to be the case i mentioned uh during the interview that that the, the owners uh, seem to be taking a utilitarian approach by looking at the consequences, but there is some debate over how a utilitarian might approach a situation like this. I mean, the question is precisely, are the consequences to everyone as good as they can be? Is this really furthering the greatest good for the greatest number? I mean, in ones that you can see some good consequences, but what about all the bad consequences that you also have to take into account? which would be those kids that might end up taking steroids and, and reaping the harm.
1: And the unforeseen health issues of the steroid takers. Right. I mean, what,
0: what is going to happen to uh, Barry Bonds and, and the rest of them uh, 10 years from now when they're out of baseball and, and suffering the what many people say are the almost inevitable effects mm-hmm. of the steroid use? You
1: know, we kind of project the physical effects. I don't think we know all the psychological effects, we have the uh, chilling example of Chris Benoit, a professional wrestler, who uh, who apparently killed his wife and child and killed himself, perhaps under the influence of steroids. But we don't know if there are some mind-altering effects.
0: Right, yeah. So there's, there's a lot of unknowns here which uh, cloud the water and complicate uh, the ethics of this. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we're going to talk more about uh, each of these ethical theories, but it's interesting to see how easy... As you say, it is to to do philosophy, even if you start with something seemingly as non-philosophical as breaking a home run record, sure, or uh, or, or football. Um, and then there's another aspect of this which we might want to allude to, and then talk about more extensively in, the, in a later show, which is a notion called virtue ethics. Uh, and the best way I would think of this is to determine whether you're you're doing something right or wrong. Ask yourself, can you live with yourself? Never mind the consequences to others or some sort of abstract notion of duty, but can you look yourself in the mirror and say, I feel good about my life yeah. the way I'm li- living it?
1: Yeah, we always talk about sports as being good for people because they build character, especially in, in young people. Well, in... Uh, In this case, does taking steroids make me a better person? It might build my body up, but does it make me a better person? As you say, can I live with myself?
0: And, uh, of course, many of the uh, Greek philosophers that we've had occasion to talk about uh, on this program uh, were sports fans themselves. The Greeks were uh, famous for their love of sport. And their, their belief that it inculcated these, these virtues, strength and courage. And, and, and so it, it's fair to ask the question, is taking steroids actually part of the virtue-building part of sport or, or not?
1: Absolutely. I think the Greeks would have looked dimly upon it. After all, those Olympic Games went on every four years for a thousand years before they were abandoned in the fourth century. But well, the Greeks took sports very seriously. And I think they would look upon that as, a, as an unfair advantage. It wouldn't level the playing field.
0: Yeah, and that's that's one of the, the the major attractions many people have to to watching sports. There's a level playing field, and we watch people compete on that. And once you start doing things to artificially unlevel the playing field, like mm-hmm. introduce steroids, now of course somebody might make the argument: Well, what's preventing all the other players from taking steroids too? And and I sort of alluded to this uh, talking with Tom. And of course, the, the problem is, well, then that sets the precedent that everybody either should or is going to have to, even even with all the bad consequences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how would you feel if, if that were your child? Yeah. Uh, like Tom said, he has children in baseball. What if it were the case that in order to succeed, he would have to tell his son, well, you're going to have to start taking these steroids, there's no other way for you to make it. I mean, imagine the problems that would entail.
1: Yeah, because now, um, there's a raising of the bar that goes into this record, and the raising of expectations, so you wonder if it makes a difference that Barry Bonds is expected to continue playing and they add more home runs to the record and making that bar higher and higher and higher, and an aspiring young baseball player knows that that that's unreachable without steroids. So has the, has the game fundamentally altered? And what are the
0: ethical implications of that? And so some of this we'll have to uh, wait and see how, how it turns out. There's it's certainly true. a lot to think about.
1: You know, we, we test thoroughbreds before a race to see if there are any stimulants or chemicals in their bloodstream or urine. And, and we say it's unethical to race a horse under those conditions but we're doing the same with baseball players
0: right so we've raised a lot of interesting questions here uh, regarding uh, baseball and philosophy and we should probably take take time to look at each of these ethical theories in in more detail
1: and we'll do that we'll turn to the Greeks because they've been asking those questions and playing the sports for for centuries exactly
0: so yeah let's take a look at Aristotle and his notion of virtue next time
1: yes This podcast is proud to be a part of the Blueberry Network. Find freshly picked podcasts just for you at blueberry.com. That's blueberry noease.com.